5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hopefully you had a good weekend. I had to take yesterday off. Uh, My daughter was moving apartments here in Chicago, so um, I needed to uh, to be there to support. Uh, So that's where I was, but we're back into it today with more encounters with Jesus. And uh, this one, this one can have multiple levels of of things. I mean, and and as most encounters do, there's usually a multi-audience encounter too. So Mark chapter 5, we have the demoniac, Um, so the demon-possessed man. So let's just jump into it. So they arrived at the other side of the lake in the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus climbed out of the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in burial caves and could no longer be restrained even with a chain. Whenever he was put into chains and shackles, as he often was, he snapped the chains from his wrists and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Day and night he wandered among the burial caves and in the hills, howling and cutting himself with sharp stones. When Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him, ran to meet him, and bowed low before him. With a shriek he screamed, Why are you interfering with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? In the name of God I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had already said to the Spirit, Come out of the man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus demanded, What is your name? And he replied, My name is Legion, because there are many of us inside this man. Then the evil spirits begged him and again and again not to send them to some distant place. There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. Send us into those pigs, the spirit begged. Let us enter them. So Jesus gave them permission. The evil spirits came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the entire herd of about 2,000 pigs plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned in the river. Um, so we're going to cut it off right there, because there is more interaction, and uh, but we, we have some stuff to dig into here, because what we have is Jesus interacting with demons, multiple, um, as Legion says, you know, like, you know, going back to a legion in the a legionnaire um, in the Roman uh, military was like six thousand troops. Now, was did that mean that there were six thousand demons inside this man? I'm not really sure. They just say legion could be six thousand, could be six. You know, so we don't really know the exact number, but. What we do know is that there was lots of, of uh, you know, things happening with this man that was, you know, creating uh, him to be and having him to be an outcast. Um, so he was out by the caves. Um, he was out, you know, ultimately, by the place where people bury their dead. So for think about this. So for the Jewish people, if you come in contact with um, a dead person, it automatically makes you unclean. And there's a whole part in the Old Testament that says you got to go through all of this stuff. You've got to stay away for a certain amount of time because you're unclean. Now, now, if you're thinking this man, one, is going to the place where there are dead people, um, there's going to be lots of ways in which people are staying away from him because he's going to be unclean. But you also see the kind of the brutal nature of this man, right? They they try to put chains on him, and it says that he breaks the chains, he breaks the shackles. 
But I want you to be able to pick up on something here. Even though this um, this man is demon-possessed, like he's not in town creating havoc. He's out at a place where there's not usually people hanging out. And that's, you know, there's so there's still something about the seclusion that even this man, maybe he doesn't have full control, but maybe he's saying, I need to stay away from people because of these, uh, these, these demons, uh, this evil that, that is in me. And so he has maybe a little bit of control there being able to keep himself away. Now, the demons already are seeing Jesus show up, like even before Jesus stands, even before Jesus speaks a word, the demons already see Jesus and are like, oh man, this isn't good, right? And, and here where we even find that these demons are now, you know, coming before Jesus and like, you know, like laying low, they're like bowing down before Jesus, prostrating themselves before Jesus, like almost like they're worshiping, but it's not a worship. It's more of like, we're afraid of you. Um, we don't know what you're going to do to us. So the demons are afraid of Jesus because they already know who Jesus is. That's why they call him the son of the most high God. In the name of God, don't torture me. Or you could even say us. And so this demon, I mean, and this is why you're like, well, you know, could can demons be saved? Like, no, like these demons didn't trust Jesus for the work that Jesus was going to do or the work that Jesus had already done. They just know about Jesus because Jesus is eternal. Jesus has always been around. And so even in the very beginning, you know, when, when creation was spoken, like Jesus was there, right? He never had a beginning, never had an end. So these demons know Jesus from that, but it doesn't mean that they trust in Jesus. And so you get this interaction, right? And my name is Legion. There's a, you know, and, and they're like, just send, don't send us, you know, to a distant place, which I don't even know why they care. They said, there happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. Send us into those pigs. Let us enter them. And then Jesus gave them permission. So the evil spirits came out of the man. They entered the pigs, the entire herd of about 2,000 pigs, right, plunged down to the steep hillside. So you got 2,000 pigs. Does that mean that there were 2,000? Or did it, you know, I mean, we, we still don't know, but what we do know is that there were 2,000 pigs. But it is interesting, though, right? Because this is Jewish territory, and there are Jewish pig farmers, which, if you go back, once again, most of you already know this, I'm, I'm positive, but the, uh, the Jewish people do not believe that pork is an uh, um, acceptable meat to be able to consume, um, and also then they would also keep the, the pork or the pig away because they would be an, also an unclean animal. But somehow... There's a, there's a bunch of Jewish people that are making money off of these pigs, even if they're not eating them. Maybe Jesus has a commentary here. Like, hey, Jewish farmers, like, I see what you're trying to do here. Like, you're keeping these pigs. Like, so this is like a, a secondary interaction. Maybe we'll, we'll pick this up tomorrow in the, in the people's interaction. But today what we see is just this interaction with the demons. 
And Jesus allows them to go into pigs, almost saying, like, the pigs are already unclean. Go ahead. Demons, you're unclean too. Go ahead. And so there's a little bit of this, this it, you know, this interaction is, is so powerful because, you know, they are seeing things that even some of his disciples don't see in Jesus yet. Yes, they believe in Jesus. Yes, they're following Jesus. But there's a confession that's made by a demon that says, Jesus, son of the most high God, right? There's already a confession that some of his disciples aren't even picking up on. And so this is a significant interaction, not necessarily leaving the demons, you know, in any other position that they weren't in before, just not being in this man. But they go away, and then they plunged off the, you know, the cliff. But what you see in this interaction is more of a confession that's made about who Jesus is. And so we take that in and we say, oh, Jesus, we, we're seeing Jesus now for who he is. Some of his disciples missed it. Hopefully you're not missing it. Jesus, Son of the Most High God, we beg you, right? We, we uh, put ourselves before you because we already know that you're higher than us. You've got more than us. You, you are God. Don't hurt us. All right, everybody, let's end there for today, um, and we'll, we'll come back again with this, uh, this next kind of interaction portion, portion of, of the text with Jesus' interaction with the people and uh, see what happens with them. So we'll be back again tomorrow with the continuation of that story. Take care.